The Paso County DEC is providing this podcast as a public service in order to let you know more about the issues and ideas which Democrats have identified as being very important for voters and also to provide a forum for Democratic candidates for office. Our podcasts are open to anyone interested in how Pasco Democrats are dealing with the important issues of the day. You can check out our PascoDems.com website and also on Facebook, Pasco Dems, and the views expressed by the guests and hosts on our podcast are their own. And not the official views of the Pasco County Democratic Party or Democratic Executive Committee. Hi, this is Cal Branch, and today uh, in this podcast I want to talk about a very important issue, and that is why do Democrats seem to lose out to the Republicans on everyday issues affecting most Americans? Uh, Our goal today is to provide DEC members with these important ideas from the study so they can pick up and choose useful items. Now, there was a study that was done by uh, the following groups, AOG Research, ASA Communications, Civic Ventures, Data for Progress, Frameshift, Future Majority, Global Strategy Group, uh, More in Common, Narrative Initiative, Othering and Belonging Institute, well, there's a total of about 15 institutes. And they did some national campaigns and multi-state networks uh, uh, connections as well, such as the Center for Community Change and Build Back Together. And they did some uh, communication hubs, uh, environmental groups such as League of Conservation Voters and Sierra Club, and in labor, the AFL-CIO and the Communications Workers of America, NEA and SEIU, And then we had leaders from dozens of organizations across 16 states. And the 16 states included Arkansas, Arizona, Colorado, Georgia, Florida, Maine, uh, Minnesota, New Mexico, Nevada, North Carolina, Ohio, Oregon, Pennsylvania, and Texas. So what happened is they did this long study with all sorts of thousands of people that they talked to and asked them various and sundry questions. And of some of the things that they found out included, for example, that non-college voters, continued, Democrats continue to lose support from non-college voters. And the majority, the majority of the electric, 70 63 percent in 2020, was non-college voters. And why is that? Well, it's a decline in support, and generally it's a problem, but especially outside urban areas. Now, the economy is the top issue that they found. And outside the Democratic base, it's a vulnerability. The economy isn't just about the economy, it's identity, values, and culture. Uh, Two problems, for example, the average person will say, what's for me, and who is for me? And their answer is not Democrats. Voters seem to think that Democrats care more about the poor than about them by a large margin. And they don't trust Democrats to look out for their economic well-being. Who's more like me? Well, the answer seems to be Republicans. Voters seem to think there's Republicans more than Democrats who respect and value hard work. So what kind of a new approach that might be done? Well, there should be centers working people across race and place. There should be aligning and connecting on values. We should be building trust that we're looking out for people's economic well-being. Those are what Democrats should be doing. Now, uh, they did the research, 
in-depth qualitative research and ethnographic research. Uh, for example, there were 2,503 deep canvassing conversations in five states, phones and doors in those states. The demographic, demographics, uh, 21% were 18 to 34-year-olds, uh, 24% 35 to 49, 33, 50 to 64, and 20% 60 and over. And 47% women, 50, uh, men, 51% women. And 70% were white, 23% black, 49, 4% Hispanic, Latino, uh, 39% Democrat, uh, 40% other independents, and 17% Republicans. Now, there are various and sundry ethnographic interviews, and the questions had to do this. What were your views about and experiences of the economy? What are your attitudes about jobs? And what are the key values relating to jobs and the economy? And so what are the views of key actors? And the answers they found in all this research is this. Voters pay close attention to the economy, perhaps even more so than in the past because of COVID. People see clearly that larger forces and decisions impact their economic life. In nearly every focus group, participants cited jobs reports, had well-informed views of how the economy works, and were paying attention to the Build Back Better debate. Many voters clearly think about the economy as a thing shaped at least in part by decisions at a macro level. It's about people and how well they're doing. COVID still disrupts the lives after all this time of many, particularly lower-income people. But supply chain disruptions and rising costs affect the vast majority. Economic insecurity isn't new, but the stress and anxiety of living on the edge is more extreme. Even with wage increases, everything feels unstable. Everyone has numerous ready examples of how rising costs are straining them. People generally understand that inflation is demand exceeding supply and attribute rising costs primarily to disruptions from COVID here and abroad, as well as energy shortages. Talk of stimulus and spending can easily trigger concerns. And surprising things can trigger concerns like rebuilding supply chains. There's broad awareness of lower labor costs abroad, making things cheaper for American consumers. If we build it here, what will it cost? And COVID also suggested that people want something more from a job. Uh, more are the expectations around jobs have been changing. People want more than simply getting up in the morning, go to work, and coming home. They want better pay, of course, but they want better quality jobs. They want mental well-being. They want time off with family, less stress, more certainty, and they want feeling more respected. Now, it's an American quality that is a value that is really written in our American heritage. To tell you the truth, that we're hard-working people as Americans, no matter our ethnicity or where we came from. Being hardworking helps us live out a set of values rooted in our relationship with others. At its most basic, hard work seems to be about two key concepts, self and family, the responsibility that people feel for themselves and their families, we all want to do well for ourselves and our families, and the place in community. This other is more about our place in a broader group, in community, and our aspirations and sense of mutual responsibility to our part as participating, contributing members of a society. 
The term hardware can distract some of us on the left if and when we interpret it too literally or internalize the ways the right tries to invoke it. What most people are bringing up when they talk about hard work isn't the negative things that come to mind for some of us on the left. Hard work is not about degree of effort or physical labor. It's not about judging other people. It's not even strictly about a job, although jobs and work are key vehicles for each of us to do well for ourselves and our families and contribute to our communities. We all want to do our part, and that's and we want a, a fair shot at a good life. Now, in terms of uh, uh, government, voters aren't inherently opposed to an active role for government relating to jobs in the economy, but there can be pushback about what government can actually accomplish. And most people want their government to support them, not to do for them, which can register as paternalistic. Concerns about spending are ever-present. Some also conflate uh, about uh, government with corporations apparently as being part of the elites who run things. Quote, they gave us more money, and then they took it right back with higher prices, end quote. Now, we have to have a narrative that centers on working people. We have to get rid of the concern by eliminating the why not me question. We have to let them know that Democrats care, in fact, about people like me. And how do we do that? Well, we've got to talk about our party values, now, the right seems to have an advantage because the Republicans are generally seen to be more focused on the economy, whereas Democrats are often seen as more focused on other issues, including social issues. Voters say they trust Republicans more on handling the economy, and they give Republicans advantages in other metrics around the economy, like respecting and rewarding hard work, creating opportunity, and creating good-paying jobs. Remarkably, Republicans also seem to hold an advantage currently on fighting outsourcing, an important priority for working-class voters, especially in rural areas. Democrats are more associated with fighting for equality, promoting higher wages and better benefits. So in the light of what we know about this, what, sh- what can we do? We have to know, let people know that we care about them and we see them. Now, look at that comment. Not only that we care, but we see them, and we're focused on them. We have to understand that, like them, we value work and respect contribution. We have to let them see that our policies are rooted in our shared view of how the economy works, from the middle out, not the top down. We have to let them know that progressive leaders and policies are focused on supporting their personal agency, empowering them with the opportunity and tools to build a good life and to see that our focus consistently remains on broad economic prosperity for everyone. So, some of the key elements here, there are five of them. Uh, make us do the, or approach the center and lead with working people, the heroes, so they hear that they are our priority. Value and support work to connect around deeply held shared values. Situate working people as the engines of our economy, the logic model for our policies. Position government in a supporting, not starring role, so that we respect and center personal agencies, and relate people, policy, to the broader economy and broad benefits to remind people that we're focused on the economy and shared prosperity. So, um, when we are centering working people, 
naming them expressly and making them the subject and focus of messaging that acknowledges their contributions and prioritizes their concerns and aspirations. We need to show that we value and support work as a key, and connecting with shared values is much about us as advocates and leaders as it is about our audience. We have to know about situating working people as the engines of the economy, and we have to relate policy more broadly. We have to make sure that people understand it's a hand up, not a hand out. Many of us bristle when we hear voters say things like, people want a hand up, not a hand out. But that expression simply shows the fact that personal agency and autonomy are important to all of us. As two-year-olds, we begin to assert independence and never give that up for the rest of our lives. That's not a conservative idea. That's human nature. And it's consistent with, not antithetical to, a progressive worldview. And messages respecting agency are key to an idea that has gained tremendous momentum, that we need to shift our narrative to position government in a supporting, not starring role. Here's an example from uh, prior research that illustrates voter attitudes. Quote, folks don't actually want handouts. They want a hand up. They want to be able to say, look what I was able to provide for my kids. Everybody I know just wants to be able to do something they believe in and be able to make enough money doing it to support their family, not so they can sit around with somebody else does it for them. And how do we position government in supporting, not a starring role? Well, we've got to give opportunities to people. We have to give them tools. And to make that, again, it's a hand up, not a hand out. And tools beats help, by the way, from the average person's point of view. Democrats say you should support their economic plan, known as Build Back Better, because it would make sure that working people, small businesses, and family farmers have the tools to build a good life like affordable health care, child care, education, and energy. Democrats say you should support their economic plan, known as Build Back Better, because, again, it would help working people, small business, and family farmers by making health care, child care, education, and energy more affordable. And the final point I'd make is that the study showed that people want to uh, know how things are going from the middle out, not from top down, the middle out. Now, with some of these things in mind, one can talk to people about the differences between Republicans and Democrats, and perhaps some of the ideas here would help you as well. Goodbye.